Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Big Interview Bite Size. I'm Graham Hunter and in each episode you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jamie Carragher Day. Here he is on Liverpool's incredible comeback against Barcelona. I just think the combination of Klopp, the crowd, and that team's almost in the middle. And I'm not trying to take credit away from the players because it was amazing. But I just think there's a concoction there of European nights, Anfield, and Jürgen Klopp's connection. And it's just what happens in the middle is the game. And it's just... I'm not saying it was meant to happen, but it was just... I just look at that. And I remember being at the side of the pitch... When Barcelona finished the warm-up And my only hope for that game was Barcelona think the game's won So I was doing some TV work And I was at the, the Anfield Road end So where the Barcelona fans were And I was watching them warm-up Okay, they're doing the warm-up You know, I don't, I'm not seeing nothing out the ordinary And then the Liverpool players went in There's a big roar And then I seen Messi get the players in a huddle And my heart sank I thought... Oh, these know how they know how important it is, but these it happened to them before. Correct, it happened to them. They've been pumped in Turin. They were pumped in Rome, having been four-one up and they lose three-nil. It was in there. There was a stone in their shoe already. You're right. And I just felt maybe this is not the night. This is going to happen, really. And then when we analysed the game and looked at it again, obviously, what do you want? An early goal. They get the early goal. But when you look at the goal. Some of the things the Barcelona players did in that lead up to that goal, I couldn't believe it. Jordi Alba. I mean, I think Liverpool have a corner. The corner gets cleared and Jordi Alba goes chasing the board. It's only going to go back to the Liverpool goalkeeper. And then before you know it, Liverpool have recycled the ball. They've knocked a long ball to the left-back position. Jordi Alba does a bad header. The reason he does 
the poor headers because he's running back to position. So he's actually running backwards trying to head a ball instead of actually running onto it and heading it away. And just those little moments Liverpool took, obviously, advantage of it. And and to be honest, I think it was almost like an, an Istanbul moment where I always think that when the AC Milan players, they're probably thinking, something's happened that quickly. They haven't even had time to think. And I sometimes think about that with the Barcelona game where in that second half, things happen that quickly. It was almost like Barcelona were in a trance and could not believe what was happening. It just like bumped before, you know, the game's finished and they're out. And it's one of them. How's that happened? How has that happened? And yes, of course, more often than not, you're not going to be the team of that quality 4-0. But I just... I don't know. I just think there's something with with Europe and, and Klopp's energy and personality. And I, and I just think with Klopp's personality, I just think that those type of events are more likely to happen than maybe with other managers. Because maybe there are other managers who have different strengths as managers, but his is actually almost making people believe something's going to happen and never... He, it's okay. We can all say never give up, work hard. These are just words and, you know, cliches, but... When, when, when you actually believe it when someone says it, you know, and I think that's the big thing. And I think Jürgen Klopp's team talk before that game was, again, spoken about a lot, is that he said, I most, he said, if this was another set of players in front of me, I don't think we could win. He said, but I think you can win. Now, of course, he'd have probably said that to us, another set of players in that position, but those players believed it when he said it. You know, you know, so straight away they feel. 10-foot tour, it doesn't matter, it's Barcelona, it's Messi. And I just think there was a... Not that it was always going to happen, of course it wasn't. But I just think there was just so many things aligning together, uh, really, that uh, made it more likely than what you'd expect. Well, people need to know that Bantam Press is um, the greatest games book um, written by Jamie Carragher. That what you've just explained there beautifully... Um, hackles rising for me because that's one of the most extraordinary pair of matches being at Camp Nou Anfield that I've seen in, in decades there's a link there we won't go into it now but there's a link there in what you've talked about in terms of managing a situation or managing a lead that links back to 1989 and what John Aldridge told you about the Arsenal game and preconceptions and what decisions do you make if you've got a perceived advantage. I want to close, Jamie, with what I hope is a labour of love for you because I know that um, one of the things you did is that you went and spoke to, you, you spoke to Xavi Hernandez about that Wembley game. And you and I um, were last, I think, together uh, in Spain's training camp in Madrid Las Rosas where you sat down and interviewed Xavi while Pepirina bombarded us with Italian swear words. Rather than describing Xavi as a player, why is it that he lights your candle? Because... In my view, and I share it, so but he's the player that, that, that probably most makes you excited about a brand of football that we maybe haven't seen in our island so often. He's the guy who maybe converts you back into being the fan that you were at nine, um, travelling to Bavaria to watch Everton. We know what he does, but why, is it, why, why isn't it Parisi for you or Maldini for you? Or, or why isn't it somebody who maybe shared more of the... I know you started in midfield, but... Sure, my, my question is, why? Why? Well, Xavi was a player who I used to watch a lot of Spanish football when I was a younger player. And, and it wasn't when Barcelona were doing well. 
It was around the time of, you know, Rafa's uh, Valencia, uh, Deportivo La Coruña. Was, was the manager Irueta? <laughs> Javier Irueta, spot on, spot on. I used to watch them teams and they were doing really well. And, you know, Valeron, Jalmina in there, Tristan, all these players. And there was obviously, you know, Baraka and El Belder and uh, Vicente, uh in those teams and actually John Carew I think at the top end of the pitch for Valencia but I think it was but Barcelona weren't doing that well I think it was at a time where Xavi was getting a little bit of criticism from Barcelona uh, maybe you know the supporters but so I used to watch them a lot and I'd be like I love this player and I always remember him playing for I think it was the I don't know if it was England B or England under 21s uh, played Spain and I remember I think I I think it may have been at West Brom's ground or Birmingham or something like that. And I just I just love the player. And I used to always speak to the Spanish lads about him. And I always find, and I found this going to England training is, everyone's a good player at international level. That's why you're there. But what defines, I feel, world-class players is players who stand out in that environment. So Stevie Gerrard would stand out at England training. Rio Ferdinand, John Terry, Paul Scholes. So those be four or five. But the Spanish lads had always come back to me and I'd be saying, what's Xavi like in training? What's it? And he was a level above World Cup winners, you know. And the, the thing, I mean, you mentioned Beresi before. I'd, I'd say my two favourites are Beresi and Xavi uh, because it's, it's the brain, really. The thing that I love about Beresi is he's only five foot nine. He's not six foot three and dominating in the air and, and, and quicker and stronger than everyone. To get to the level, he's, he's had to think. And the same with Xavi in that he's slow. He, he can't really... I mean, no, he's not slow. But he, he's not an... You, you don't look at him and think athlete. But he's quick across, you know, across the ground, the first sort of five, ten yards. But it's the brain. I mean, it's... The thing I loved about Xavi, I would say, was... Nobody in the world whoever played against Xavi could stop him doing what he wanted to do yeah. you couldn't so yeah. it was almost like okay how, how, no one could go and get the ball off him so you couldn't stop Xavi running a game and that was his job so how good is that that nobody can actually stop you doing what you want to do it's almost okay we have to accept that's going to happen what can we do about another area of the pitch so and He'd be getting like he'd be man of the match in the World Cup final. He'd be the the best player in every tournament he played. He'd be man of the match in the Champions League finals, and and it was almost like I loved Iniesta. Don't get me wrong, but it was almost like Xavi was in charge of the team. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.